0: You're listening to Project Good Boss, the podcast with your host, Anna Shepherd.
1: good boss is a podcast dedicated to understanding the business benefits of kindness in leadership we cover topics including and not limited to leadership equality psychology social impact decent work and economic growth all delivered with a little splash of good vibes now you got to be a good On this episode of project good boss i'll be hanging out with adam blatch we will be talking about celebrating life and the importance of celebrating life as an organization and as a leader. He's the Chief Operating Officer at Feel the Magic, which is a charity that provides bereavement education and support to help alleviate child grief. With over 25 years experience, Adam has led organizational transformation, strategy, governance, performance, and development. He's a specialist when it comes to change and people, culture, initiatives. And I have personally seen him work his magic in some of Australia's best known non-for-profit organizations time and time again. Adam is an executive leader with extensive experience in coaching, mentoring and developing programs designed to maximize impact at all levels of an organization. He has an MBA and he's a volunteer as an executive leader and mentor and coach in the sector in a multitude of different areas. Adam is passionate about making a difference to the lives of others and enjoys the challenges and rewarding work of the non-for-profit sector. Welcome to Project Good Boss, Adam. It's so good to have you here today.
0: Thanks, Anna. It's a pleasure to be here.
1: So we're going to jump straight in. Now, before we do, I just want to tell everybody, all the listeners today, a little bit about Adam. Me and Adam actually go back a few years now and um, we keep getting thrown together mainly because I won't leave Adam alone um, and we work together at Camp Quality, we work together at Ronald McDonald House Charities. Adam's actually been my coach for a number of years and has uh, been incredibly supportive on the journey in the startup for Bambouda Group. So you know it would it's only it's only right that we have Adam on the show today since he's, he's put up with me for so long over the years. But um, and, you know, I'd love to, I'd love to enable everybody to get to know you a little bit, Adam, by asking, first of all, tell me one thing that's on your bucket list that you've not achieved yet.
0: Well, I, I was an avid traveller and um, spent sort of two and a half years travelling around the world, went to a lot of places and did some amazing things. Um, but the one space or you know, area I didn't get to that I really want to do is in Southeast Asia. I um, wanted to go to Vietnam and when I was much younger uh, I, I wanted to do like an overland trip from Asia all the way back to Australia no matter how I got there I don't think that's going to happen but I'd still like to go back to say Vietnam and do a little bit more in that region.
1: Absolutely so you would be saving all your pennies now while Covid's on and then you can book all <laughs> of your flights <laughs> um, but you know it's a good, a good place to visit I've been over there myself some highs and some lows which I'm happy to tell mm. you offline um, and <laughs> So in many of your roles, you focused on celebrating life. Now, this was a new concept to me when I joined Camp Quality a few years back. Um, Can you help us understand what this means?
0: Well, I think I found my why when I was an adolescent, so around sort of 13, 12, 13. And I really wanted to work with children in sport and recreation. And I started, you know, as a volunteer coach when I was thirteen, coaching an under six soccer team. So, and I just found passion in helping others, but particularly kids to have a really good, healthy start to life. So that created a career opportunity for me. Um, but it was always on the positive, always looking for an opportunity to do something good. So we went. I went into you know YMCA, and you know that's was my first role working with kids to in outdoor education and. Um, physical education and health. Um, But then when I landed at Camp Quality in um, 2012, we had a chance to re-evaluate the values of the organisation and we came out with one, which was Celebrating Life. Um, And that just stuck. So I know there's a question coming up around how do you embed cultural change in an organisation, but it's so true. You just always got to look at what you've got and be grateful, appreciate the things that you... um, um, that you have that helps you celebrate your life
1: i remember when i started at camp quality and it blew my mind like I, it was a, it was a defining moment of of my leadership style shifting a little and it's something that it's stayed with me everywhere i've gone is when I arrived at work, it was the best first day I'd ever had in my whole entire life. I had, the whole desk was decorated. It was so over the top. It was slightly kitsch. But, you know, every, the six-year-old in me loved it. It's like my birthday. And, um, you know, there was a strategic plan on the desk, you know, can get into your teeth. Everything was so well-organised. And, you know, and then I found out that I got a day off once a month to celebrate life and I was like what on earth is this place this amazing place so it was it was brilliant and you know in many of your roles you've really focused on that celebrating life piece but what was it that drives you in the first place to work to continue working for organizations with such a focus on supporting social issues Adam Has there been a pivotal moment in your life where there was a shift? You know, did you gradually evolve into those kinds of roles?
0: I don't think there's anything uh, pivotal in my life. You know, I was very grateful for the life I've had. Um, So it's a a continuation of gratitude of what I have in life that I like to impart. There's no better space than to work where you are passionate about what you're doing. Um, I have forever and a day worked for organisations that make a difference to people's lives. Um, I don't think there is a particular social issue that I'm attracted to, but other than um, kids, you know, all kids deserve the right start to life. And we're, we're not all blessed to have what, you know, the good fortunes that are available to us. So those who don't have them, do whatever you can to help them. As adults, we we make decisions for ourselves, but kids are often restricted by the decisions they can make and the opportunities that are um, offered to them. So uh, as big people, you know, my wife and I, we we say that there is no bad kids in the world, there's bad parents. Mm. And it's the decisions we make as adults that make a difference to the children and the next generation. So make good ones, Mm. make good decisions and celebrate what we can give to kids and create the next generation of kindness
1: yeah all
0: gratitude and appreciation yeah because
1: not to be too Whitney Houston about it but I believe the children are the future (laughs) teach them well and let them lead the way so um you know when it comes to building a culture that actually celebrates life and kindness and all of those good things what would you say the five traits for success what are the five must do's that an organisation or a leader needs to put in place that will enable their team to get a really good start on this celebrating life malarkey?
0: Well, it, it definitely comes down. Well, I can think of two and then complemented by three. So the, the first two are always be empathetic. As a leader, um, you need to build the, have the right team around you, um, that have the right values aligned um, attitudes towards what you're trying to achieve as an organisation. But um, and be empathetic to who they are as a person. Care for them first and foremost. Second part is to look at their strengths and make sure they're in a role that they're gonna succeed. Because um, there's nothing worse than being in a job where you, you feel lost and nobody's helped guide you. Um, you don't know how to use what you're good at in the role that you're doing. Um, when, when you can marry up those two things that you've got good guidance, um, you're using your strengths, then you really you, you get getting that space of you know being strength-based organisation where you can really see people grow and um, hit their straps. Um, the second part, so the the other three parts, is um, making sure that you've got very clear values um, and value statements. That's what drives culture. So whether it is celebrating life or any other value that you have for your organisation, that's right. They have to live and breathe. They can't be a single word on a wall. That's that's your your malarkey. Um, when you've got those values embedded in behaviours and actions that you and the decisions that you make as an organisation, um, then you work on the strategy stuff. You know the direction um, that you want to head as an organisation. You identify your opportunities that you want to pursue. Um, then you put your the clarity of what what you're going to do to achieve your goals, and that includes you know business strategies and you know, people align behaviour and all those kind of things. Um the and the third party's accountability. Um, you know, p- holding people accountable, accountable for their performance, but also recognizing and rewarding and celebrating when you achieve.
1: Mm, so this is where the celebrating life comes in. Awesome. That's such a great summary and a really nice starter pack for any leader that's trying to get this right, which a lot of people need to do over this the next couple of years. You know, people are not doing very well. And um, the only way I can describe it is from everyone we're speaking to, it's like everybody's facing that end of level baddie at the moment, no matter what Mm. that looks like. Uh, You know, we, we can't run away anymore from whatever it is people are running away from. So all of these skill sets and these these traits are going to be so valuable and so important. So, you know, how can business leaders embed this kind of culture into the business? Because you know, when we say, okay, we'll we'll get the values and then they end up on the wall, you know, but w- what what do you think the actual benefits are for a business or or any organization or for, even for a leader? to really have these put into action and, and that element of accountability and the celebration of success of that in place?
0: Without doubt, having a values-based organisation that you you got that clearly defined. Um, you know, I work for, for children's charity, Feel the Magic. Um, the, the critical value, we have four, but the critical value around connection um, is what? is our point of difference in what we do supporting grieving children, helping them grow. So growth is another value, but our business is delivered on people to people connection. We, you know, we're not a counselling service, you know, grieving kids need help. We are one solution to that help. Our point of difference is our connection and that is one of our values. So how do we bring that to life? Um, It's in our programs and it's in our, our business performance. Uh, As a team, we connect and we connect personally. We make sure everybody is looked after. If you're not turning up to work the best version of you, well, then we can't expect you to give the best version to fill the magic. So it's it's not so much, you know, values are based on whatever the business is and they need to be clear and then you need to build the tribe around what you need um, to execute on your business strategy. And if you've got the right values, you will achieve what your business wants to achieve. Um, I'm very fortunate that I work in organisations, have worked in organisations, but also working for the Magic, um, where we have a clear mandate on helping for us, grieving children, at Camp Quality. It was, you know, laughter is the best medicine to help kids that had been affected by cancer. Um, at YMCA, it was about the support they provided to communities. Um, so when you know what you want to achieve, you know, how you want to achieve it, then you build the tribe to help you get there. So, um, and that tribe, you know, it's just like your own family or friend group, friendship group. Um, When you know you're in that group and it's humming, you're allowed to debate, you're allowed to have arguments. Um, When you've got the focus of the core of what you're trying to achieve at the center of that, it's all good.
1: Beautiful. And that brings me on to my next question actually. So with regards to like celebrating life as a leader, celebrating life as a team you know that element of of joy you know the operating at that frequency that we can all feel like we can be authentically ourselves And um, what advice do you have for leaders that help with pressures and challenges because that celebrating life you know comes with with understanding the balance that you need as a leader doesn't it really mm-hmm. um you know, and when, when we're under a lot of pressure, when we're, when we're having a lot of challenges, we might not always present as the best version of ourselves. So, so what advice would you have for leaders with regards to keeping themselves in check to, you know, being able to maintain that celebration of life?
0: Yeah, I'd say it's a combination. You have a high level of self-awareness and knowing where your pressure points are. Um, you know, for me, when I'm busy, I just work more. Um, which is not always the best solution, but being absolutely disciplined with my time. Um, if I've got things I need to get done, you know, it, it hits the priority list and then I dedicate time. Then I block out all the, um, the uh, interference, you know, the emails, the calls or whatever. I just, you know, if I've got to get into the bunker to do some stuff, that's what I do. Um, but the balance around having your family around you or your friends, depends on where you are in life, obviously, um, and having somebody who can tell you straight, you need to put your head in, or you need to do this differently. You need a balance. You need mm. that. You need self awareness. You need discipline, and then you need supportive people that aren't afraid to tell you you got broccoli in your teeth.
1: Mm. You've told me I've got broccoli in my teeth a couple of times, and I appreciate that for us. <laughs> I appreciate you for that, Adam. Um okay, would you like to do a little quick fire round? Just put sure. you in the working kind hot seat. Ooh. Working hard, working kind hot seat. So if you could bring one thing from 2019 back, what would it be?
0: Um This is gonna sound a little um you know, try to, but the COVID period has brought so many opportunities. Um, It's been a terrible time. So if I had to say anything, it was all the unfortunate people that have passed away because of COVID. Mm. That's it.
1: Absolutely. And um, what one thing can everyone do today that will celebrate a culture of celebration at work? So, what one thing could everybody just do as soon as we walk up the door today?
0: Acknowledge your co workers um, that is not about their work, but their presence. Say something nice, be kind, give somebody a smile you wouldn't normally smile to. It doesn't take you to have a mass business transformation project or cultural transformation to, to make the small things work and um, celebrating life as we put it in at Camp Quality. Um, was a values uh, redirection, Uh, but you don't need that. Just do something kind, do something nice.
1: Mm. If you could remove one thing from traditional business culture, what would it be? Ego. Ooh, yes. Bit of ego or more awareness of of an ego, you
0: know? It's... A grounded certainty is far a better statement than being egotistical. So having the confidence to make decisions but doing it in a humble way, like humility is a big uh, trait of leadership that I admire. Um, Being smart, being confident, being uh, all those things that make a good team or organisation work really well are great, Mm. but it's often the ego that just gets in the way. Um, It's just one trait I'm I'm really not passionate about.
1: Mm, especially when people who are operating from a place you know of ego at any given time really just want to be seen and loved like everybody Mm. else it's just they're going around it you know in a in a way which isn't particularly appealing um okay so who's your biggest inspiration as a leader
0: um i have two um and and they're both former ceos that i work for one's malcolm rathbone and he was the CEO at YMCA when I was just a, you know, a young um, man working in a big organisation. But he was so values led um, and an incredibly um, disciplined man. Uh, I just learned so much from him. Um, and my other leader would be Barbara Ryan, current CEO mm. of McDonald House Charities. Mm, she absolutely. just cares, cares about people.
1: And, and, and I think the consistency of Barbara, because I worked under Barbara Ryan, obviously, as well, um, was just actually incredibly impressive. She remembered everybody's names. Mm. I don't know how she had like an advisor stood next to her, you know, like <laughs> the devil wears Prada going, um, that's so sir over there. And they've done this and this. And she would remember everything. It was very impressive. <laughs> and, um, just
0: genuine. Yeah. Just genuine.
1: Yeah, it was a, it was very impressive. And, and I hope maybe one day we'll interview Barbara as well and see what she's got mm. to say about the whole kindness agenda. Um, so what should we expect to see from you in the future, Adam? What's going on? What's bubbling away? You know, you've always got some plan of action and, you know, you're always striving to improve yourself as a leader and a coach. And I know actually you're going to be operating as one of the head coaches for our Coach 2020 programme over the next year, which is going to be a treat. Um, but Ooh. what else is going on?
0: Well, that's exciting to be more involved Bamboo Group. Um, there's so many things that you're working on that um, are exciting for the future, and I'm, I'm pleased that you've included me in your journey. Um, for Feel the Magic, we that excites me um, that we're, we went into COVID um, with our marquee program, which is Camp Magic, a three-day immersive program for grieving kids. Um, the team I've worked with have just done a phenomenal job, and we've been able to reshape what uh 2021 is going to look like for us the back end of this year new programs um our our future to help grieving kids is very exciting although it's a tough subject to work and space to work in but we'll, we're aiming to reach more kids that need our services to help them which is uh, that, that i'm passionate about that that's what drives me helping young people be the best version of them personally i've really enjoyed the extra time at home with my family so that's I don't know what an inspiration I, or what what to expect for me for the future um in a personal sense, but just loving the time that I've got with my family. So,
1: literally celebrating life, which Absolutely. Is, is what you're all about, anyway. And you know, hopefully this time next year we can do a bamboo trip to Southeast Asia and you know see see what we can get get up to over there. But You know, to summarize, I think the biggest takeaways from today is those five traits. Like if any leaders are going to start looking at how they're going to make this a real thing in their organizations, it's empathy, strengths, clear values, put strategy in place. So those opportunities come to life and then that accountability. But most importantly, celebrating life. Absolutely. Thank you so much for today, Adam. Is there anything you'd like to leave on?
0: no I think you summed it up beautifully so thank you for the opportunity and it's always a pleasure to chat to you
1: thank you Adam and thank you for everything you've done for Bambuda and you continue to do lots of love
0: you too thanks Anna
1: thank you for listening to this episode of Project Good Boss Bambuda Group is a social enterprise providing leadership coaching for corporate leaders business owners and operators We believe in a future where every leader is committed to creating a sustainable world of equality and opportunity for everyone. If you are a game-changing leader and you have an amazing story of how your business is making the world a kinder and a better place, we would love to hear from you. Visit bambudagroup.com or slide a pin to our DMs. And finally, you should know, for every paid member we have in our network, we provide scholarships to reduce inequalities in leadership and business. Thank you for being kind today. Thank you for tuning in. And we'll see you again next time. Yeah, you got to be a, good boy. a special thank you to Bondi Radio for producing this episode. Music performed and written by Lo Roberts, an artwork designed by Flair Creative.